That song always seems to bring me down, bring me back from any kind of crazy anxiety or whatever, ruminating thoughts. Because sometimes it is hard for us to remember to breathe. A lot of people ask me why I smoke cigarettes because like if it's cold out, I won't go out because I'm, I'm a little baby like that. No way, I'm, I don't need a cigarette that bad. And uh, I say it's because I don't really need to smoke. What I need to do is remind myself to breathe. And that's what that does for me. Sometimes you need a physical or tangible or some kind of activity or whatever to bring you back. And uh, I've learned that that's actually a, a thing. It's a therapeutic, um, like a therapeutic usage of, uh, it's called mindfulness. Uh, mind, they, they, they did a whole thing on mindful activities and mindful meditation. And at the time, of course, I'm sitting there like this, sounds dumb you know they, they're telling me if you're having an anxiety attack count them the count the amount of windows in the room start start a uh, seeing how many how many electrical sockets are there or what colors all the chairs you know just simple, simple like that and I'm thinking like why would I why would I want to do that when I'm panicking and I feel like I'm gonna I'm literally dying why would I want to count and uh it's not, that's not what they were trying to get across. What they're trying to get across is simplistic, basic, and real. What's here in the room right now. What, what, what is right now happening? That's what mindfulness is. It's bringing you back to this current moment, this state. Not your breathing of going out of control. Not, not your thoughts of, are you gonna die right now in this moment? Not the thoughts of tomorrow, not the thoughts of yesterday, not, not anything else, but right now. And I find on my worst days, I'm literally going in my head, what am I doing right now? Oh, I'm tying my shoe. Okay, I'm tying my shoe. And then, oh, I noticed that next to my shoe is this, uh, uh, you know, trinket or rock or whatever, because like I collect gemstones. And, uh, oh, let me put this back in the display. And now I'm looking at the display. And I just repeat all the things that I'm doing at that moment. And if I, if I, if I break away from that, that, that thought or break away from that, that pattern at a, in a moment of turmoil, I, I, I get thrusted right back into it. Like my heart rate starts going. I can't get anything accomplished because I'm, I'm, I'm shoving too many thoughts into my, into my head at once. So you're not actually getting anything accomplished. You're just tripping over yourself and um, it may take you longer throughout the day to get through it because you know you've got to take the time to to do that but the things you do end up getting accomplished are that much better because you got that out of the way you got that you got rid of that like I have a lot of I have a lot of those little idiosyncrasies that go along with PTSD and trauma um, uh, side effects or whatever <laughs> whatever you call it, um, and sometimes I, I I I spend about an hour and a half just getting the lighting right in my bedroom. There's something about it, and it it completely can determine my mood or not. Now that may seem like a waste of time for anybody. 
And sometimes I'll even just overstep it because I'll get mad at myself. I'll be like, why do I have to wear, why do I have to change five, five light bulbs right now? You know, why do I have to throw uh, a, a little scarf over this lamp, put this lamp over here, make sure there's no fluorescent lighting, like all that. And, and I get mad and I'm like, this, this is, this is holding you back is what I tell myself. That's a very negative thought too, because it's something that, I have to deal with something that I have to, I, I had come to accept now in my life that, it, it, you know, you can't just push it away. And if that's what you got to do, if I got to take an hour out of 24 of my day to be weird and change my lighting around to just then have a free and clear mind the rest of the day and be positive and happy and not even be worrying about it. Now seeing the difference of me not doing it and doing it, I will gladly take that hour. People ask me all the time, what do you do with all your time? You know, all the extra time you have uh, outside of work. Like, what do you do in your free time? And a lot of it is just kind of catering to those little things. But the things I learn about myself, the things that I get through and conquer and move forward Every day I feel like I become a better person than I was the day before. And even on a bad day, it's never as bad as it was. You can never get any lower than the lowest. You can't go any deeper than the deepest trench. You can only go higher. With that extremely long introduction, hi, my name is Lex. And uh, I... Um, starting this podcast because to be honest true story a long time ago I uh, was hanging out with some people at a bar I used to, by the way hi I'm Lex I'm an alcoholic I'm just gonna be straight with that but I do not drink anymore I'm a year sober thank you um, but at the time I was drinking at a bar and uh, ended up crashing at some new friends place and I'm sitting there and we're all I'm not gonna lie we were possibly smoking some some some, some uh, magical things that smell pungent and uh, everything everyone was silent it was dark in the room and the kid's little brother was like there but he was like 18 at the time so it wasn't like he was really young and uh, out of everybody he knew me let's say what an hour at this point and he's heard me speak a couple times maybe and he said the most it's it's still to this day stuck in my head he said to me, like, you've got that, that voice, like, you got to be on, like, a, a you got to have your own, like, radio station or your own, like, something, like, he was like, I could just listen to it all day, like, it's so whatever, you know, I forget what he had said, and I, and I was like, I don't know what, it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about that, but it stuck with me, and legitimately, ever since then, in my, I would call it my, like, new life ever since becoming sober, retaking a whole charge of my life and coming back around to a whole new outlook, really, perspective and everything. Uh, ever since then, the people that I've met in my life now, either they fall asleep every time they, they listen to me speak for a long time or they always tell me they feel more relaxed or whatever. And... Uh, it's just hilarious, but I had figured it out the other day. I said to my coworker, I said, Justin, listen, it's because my voice is white noise. 
I was like, that's why. And it's like the, the des it's the underlying decimal tone of all vibration. Because the earth and all other organisms, we all give off a vibration and it's the, it's the same decibel. It's the same frequency. And um, when you're feeling off, it's usually because your vibration is now different because maybe let's say you're having an anxiety attack or you're just stressed about something, your heart rate rises, you're now out of tune. That's where that like kind of comes, comes uh, forward and when you hear people be like, oh, you're out of tune. Because you're not in tune with the rest of the band and the band being the rest of Earth and how the regular ebb and flow because it's not it's not your personality it's not the way you look it's not the way it, that that doesn't determine in my opinion normalcy because being different being exactly who you you want and who you think you, you want to be like just yourself that is you're the you're that way for a reason you're that person for a reason earth doesn't make no mistakes like that and so when you're out of tune it's really just because you're agitated or you're flustered or you're upset or something. And that's probably a day you start like, you're, you know, you're very clumsy. You're, you're maybe like dropping things or saying the wrong stuff or whatever. Just, it just slowly starts to come forward in a lot of other ways other than just your mentality. There's always a root cause to everything. And mostly it's that whole balance and attunement thing. Um, yeah, so I wanted to give it a shot. I also wanted to introduce, I wouldn't say the world, but let's say the listeners, who care, <laughs> to listen to um, this, uh, this instrument called the tongue drum. Um, I originally was looking to play um, a handpan which seemed real cool. Uh, it was like a steel drum, big, big old, big looking lap steel drum. They were like almost a thousand dollars. And I was very deterred by that. I was like, this stinks. Like I want, I really want to play this instrument and I cannot afford it. And all of a sudden what popped up on like, um, my like ads or who knows, because that's how technology gets you these days. You, you, you look up one thing one time or talk about it and somehow, somehow the iPhone knows. But they, it brought me to tongue drums, and uh, I'm in love with this instrument. I immediately bought one, and well, not immediately. I had to save a little bit because it ran me about 150 bucks. But I never even knew how to play it. I just got it, and I knew I needed it. <laughs> and then after the fact, had le then had learned that they are um, they are also in tune to that said frequency decimal that we should all be kind of, in a sense, vibing to. So like, even people who don't believe me, they're like the biggest skeptics. They're like, you know, like, like uh, for instance, I don't mean to be stereotypical, but like there's this guy that I, I works in my building. He's in maintenance and he's like driving around like this little golf cart and doing his work and he's looking all like tough or whatever. And uh, I'm playing it at the picnic table on my break. And he's like, what is that? And he's like trying to make fun of me about it. And I'm like, no, dude, listen. Like, come here and like actually listen because he's trying to crack jokes and whatever. I'm like, just listen. And it's like, just tell me how you feel. And he honestly, without me giving him any hints to anything I was saying or like thinking about, he had said, why? 
why do I automatically now feel just so much calmer? Just so much that, that much more like relaxed and like really clear minded and thinking straight. And then I told him about it and he was like, no, that, that can't be a thing. And I'm like, that's, that's what it is. And now every time he sees me playing it, he always stops and listens. And um, I find it to be very therapeutic and very, for me, mindful, that my mindful practice of the day. And uh, if for those of you who do meditate, you might like that as your background music. Now, I don't know, for those of you who actually do know people who play it, I do not. So I, I just kind of go ham on it. And um, I just recently dropped the little finger mallets that I've been using with it because it makes like a more of a tone, like a louder doing like to it. Because and went back to my original because I'm a bongo and djembe drummer drummer as well. Went back to just using my hands, what I know best, uh, and a whole new sound, a whole new personality came out of this drum that I I, I consider to be its true side of you know sound. So. Um, I wanted to let you guys have a shot of that. Um, throughout my podcasts, I, I definitely will bring up duality a lot because that's another thing that sticks out for me in life is that whenever you're constantly looking and asking why, why is this happening today? Why is that? Why does it gotta be like this? And you mean it in a negative connotation? I always remind myself of the concept of duality. The dual nature of things is necessary for balance. It's necessary for harmony. It's necessary for a lot of reasons. You can't have all of one and uh, uh, good. You can't have all good. You can't have all bad. And you know, I'm still struggling with trying to figure out the true meaning behind that. Not only just because of it's like it's surface value like it's face value like yeah obviously okay if you want to get a neutral color you got to mix the black and the white whatever now more more like I've been tossing around the idea of like someone had said to me because I, I asked people to I go around and I'm like so what do you think about if I were to say this what do you think about this and um my one coworker had had said to me well you can't appreciate the good without having the bad you know, you, you, and, and vice versa, like, you won't, you wouldn't know bad unless you knew good, you know, but things like that, like, like that, that, that was sticking out for me when he said that, like, um, and I, and I'm still tossing around the thought about, about what that really means, because, like, because you want to say, like, well, if we were all in a peaceful, positive world, why would we need bad to, to appreciate the good? Because we would all just appreciate the good. But that's coming from a perspective of someone who's seen the bad already. So I can't necessarily say that, you know, that I would think that way. I, I, I mean, I might, I might think about it if we all just thought the world was this one peaceful way all the time. We might take that for granted, take advantage of it, not really appreciate those really cherishing moments that we do have. And, uh, and, and, uh, and then I go back on the other side of it and think like, but isn't that just terrible though? We need to have the negative to, to do that. So that's some, some stuff I've been thinking about. Um, but then right there, that, 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 that whole thought of duality, the, 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 the two opposite yet uh, not 
yeah, two opposite but opposing truths, like, uh, like, um, in the movie Full Metal Jacket, uh, he asks him, what's with the, the pin that says that he's pro-war, he's pro-America, go USA, but then he's got a, a button that says, like, peace, and he says, because I'm trying to show, basically, in a visual sense, the concept, the, the duality of man, and, like, that, that is a very strong sentence, you know, the duality of man. We all have duality. We have duality within ourselves. The world has duality. The things that happen to us are dual in nature. Everything has the opposite yet opposing truth. And uh, it's very interesting. The first step to reaching, they say, let's say, balance and enlightening, enlightenment and whatnot is the, the acceptance of just, under, just, just, no, just accepting the fact that it's there. You don't have to necessarily agree with it. But just knowing, acknowledging that that is what it is. The world is, is dual in nature. It's the first step. So, uh, uh, oh, yeah. So I, I was going to show an example of my dual nature, personal dual nature, would be like that song in the beginning totally helps me in certain times in certain times of stress certain times of whatever or just even if I'm just having a positive happy day I want to listen to that and then uh I listen to a lot of heavy not a lot of heavy metal but some heavy metal and surprisingly enough not when I'm angry mostly when I am in a good mood because like for some reason I don't I don't even know that's it's catering to my dual side my dual nature being flip-flopsy that way so um, you heard that song. Here's an example of some other songs. This this is a next one. This is a good one. The drumming is great. That drummer's calf muscles must be amazingly, like, toad. Do you hear that double kick drum? For those drummers out there, for all y'all who can play like that, seriously, hands down, mad props. You guys are underrated. Drummers are, like, key. Sorry, that was a side note. But that kind of, I, I just love that band, too, because, like, the way the guy sings, he's, like, screaming sometimes, but then he's just singing regularly and, like, it's just, it's just a great contrast. It just, it, it just it makes me feel cozy inside <laughs> when everyone else, if they walk into my station at work, they hear like my, my music and they're like, why does your music make me want to like jump out of a window right now? And I'm like, actually, he's talking about some good stuff. This is some good things. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny. But not all metal is like that, in my opinion. Just certain things, certain, certain songs. Um, anyway, I'm going to go to kick, cut to this tongue drum and... Uh, jam out a little for you guys because then I gotta jump over and I gotta um, do some other stuff just got home from work and I want to leave you with this sentence I thought of this morning I was uh I was thinking about this when I was I just got these new notebooks and then I was um 
I was wood burning a couple of uh, pieces that I'm making for keychains. I've been, I've been making a lot of uh, gemstone keychains and pendants and whatnot. And uh, I'm looking at the notebook and I'm looking at the, the wood burner in my hand. And all of a sudden I just started writing this on my, I, well, burning it into the, the cover of the book. It says, words are like fire, powerful and filled with passion. Choose them wisely or they'll burn you down. I like that because I was about to go into work with a girl who I feel like frivolously throws her words around. And, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I hate to say that, yes, like, I, I hate to say that I'm a judgmental person. But, like, I am when it comes to that. Like, like that, that I do judge that on, on somebody. For you to say, oh, I hate so-and-so. Hate is such a strong word. That is so definitive and defined. Like, so is love. Love and hate. Like, I do not freely use either or. You know, it's, 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 those to me matter. Your words matter. Because your words are just define you, really. And to hear someone ignorantly throw words around like that is just, it's just, it's just ignorant. You know, you, you don't hate so-and-so. You're just frustrated because they didn't do whatever correctly, and now you got to do a little bit more work today. All right, you know what? How about take a second and realize this woman is old. She's getting old. She's already come and quietly complained, not complained, but told our old boss that she's starting to not be able to see as good. Her memory's going. She's slower. Obviously, she's getting old. And... I get frustrated, sure, but I would never say that like that, never, even in the heat of the moment, because that, it, it's, it's a very, it's very strong, it's just, it's strong, you know, I, I find that someone, someone had asked me what I felt about, how I felt about cursing, and they, and she, and her point was like, you know, you don't need to curse, it's like, to get your point across or so, or no, 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 that she's saying something about, you don't need to curse. It's just mean. It doesn't sound nice, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and she asked my opinion on it. And, uh, at the moment I actually was kind of angry. So I chose my words very wisely, but yet conveyed my message very clearly. Um, I had said, I use curse words. Yes. I said to her, um, cause she's never really heard me say any. And I've said, uh, they convey the intensity of the emotional fire of the moment that I'm feeling very well. I said, but when I really want to have someone understand or yet like back them off from anything they're trying to say, if they're trying to attack me verbally about anything, I say the best thing to deal with people like that, I told her, is that's when I start to speak very eloquently and concisely. I was like, because there's no bigger put down to a person than intelligence, showing your intelligence to them and basically saying you don't have any. You don't even have to say anything negative or mean or rude or anything. Just literally just, just, just your words matter. They do. I wanted to snap on a friend of mine the other day who's not really a friend, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to let her be one. But, um, she was getting in a tizzy and sent me this very long 
very, very rude message uh, via text. Hate that. And um, I immediately started typing like, whoa, like just whatever. But then I remember my own words, took a breath, thought about it. And I, and I was like, I don't even need to explain myself. I don't even need to lash back. I don't, she, she, she will understand the message of me being not okay with how she spoke to me without me having to be like, yo, you don't even know who you're talking to, blah, blah, blah. I don't have to stoop down to that level. Because that's out of control. That's not having control of your words and your thoughts. I like to have that control. And uh, all I stated was what you, because I said to her what, what, you, what you mentioned. I'm not going to say specifics. I was like, it was never brought up. I didn't, it was never said in this conversation. I was like, what I had said, though, was this and I stated very clearly literally verbatim the words I used from the statement from the comment before it I was like that was the information I needed to know you know and then uh throughout her whole rant of text she did tell me the answer to said question but with all this flourish bullcrap around it and I said and I said and the answer I received you know I was like I got it I now have the answer. So, and that was it. Short, sweet, simple. And uh, I said nothing that weighs on my conscience. Also, I try to give everyone better than a doubt. I have no idea what kind of day that girl was having. Obviously not a good one. I don't need to add to it. I don't need to tell her what she already knows about herself. That's another thing. Everybody knows the, the, the things they don't like about themselves. There's like th their faults or, or whatever. You don't have to point it, throw it in their face, you know? People like to do that. I think that's a, that's a weak, that's a sign of weakness and you're scratching at the surface there. You're slipping. But um, anyway, I'm losing track. I could, t I could do this all, all day. So I'm going to tongue drum it out, see how you guys feel about it. And then, um, yeah, and we'll, we'll proceed with caution from there.
that was a little all over the place. I wanted to give like a sample. Also, I kind of just got excited and jumped in there. It'll be a little bit more musical <laughs> next time, I promise. So, uh, yeah. I will catch up with y'all next time. And enjoy your evening. I have some other people I need to serenade with the tongue drum. And uh, on that note, I'll leave you with the goings out of this band called Revolution. Revolution.